Welcome to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place where ambition, drive, and entrepreneurship all meet. This podcast is your go-to for all things business, growth, and expansion. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a multiple six-figure business owner, a brain rewiring certified coach, a 70 high energy healer, and all-around business growth obsessed individual. I've been in this space since 2019. I believe that strategy and energetics go hand in hand. You'll find tons of both on this show. For a long time, being ambitious has had a negative connotation, but I'm here to take that word back and help you grow your business without doing the most. You can find me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea or online at expandwithchelsea.com. If you're ready to grow, I'm ready to go. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Today I have a very special episode for you. This is actually something that only five, yeah, five people have seen, which is exciting. This is coming from one of my programs, Scale, which is all about creating and selling out your group program. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to be sharing a video from Scale where we're talking all about how to identify your ideal client avatar. I know there's so many questions about this, like who do I actually want to work with? Who is that person? And a lot of the times I think business owners have a bit of an idea about who they want to work with, but this is actually going to walk you through exactly nailing down the person that you want to be working with inside of your programs. So of course, this is tailored for a group program and calling in people inside of a group program, but you can definitely apply this to one-on-one or even to passive offers. I know you're really going to love this. This is a super valuable episode with a lot of really important information inside. I am currently in Wyoming. I am climbing my face off right now. So if you are listening to this on the week that it comes out, I have something really special planned coming soon. This is also part of why I wanted to put out this episode and show you part of what the experience is like inside of my courses and inside of my self-paced programs. I'm gonna be hosting a sale very soon soon on all of my self-paced programs where you actually get an all access pass to my programs for the summer. So you get an all access pass to every single program that I've created, including Scale, Synergy, we have Ignite, Amplify, the Abundance Codes. You get access to all of them. And I'm really pumped about this because I actually haven't really seen anybody do this yet. And I was talking with my friend Helen on her podcast and she mentioned doing something like a membership. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know if that feels quite right. And then this idea came flooding in because there's so much good information inside of these courses. And especially if you are a newer business owner, holy shit, this is going to be super valuable for you. So stay tuned for more details on that the all access summer pass to my courses i know you're going to learn a ton from this episode so without further ado let's go ahead and dive in all righty today we're talking all about ideal client 
avatar, this is probably one of the most important things that you will do as a business owner is getting a lot of clarity on who it is that you actually want to work with. Not just who wants to work with you. This is a two-way street. It has to be mutual. The people that you're looking for, the clients that you're wanting to work with, they are also looking for you. This is not the, I'm going to settle and work with anyone type of energy. Like, nope, we are really narrowing it down inside this video right here to who it is that you actually want to call in and work with. So we're going to get really clear. We're going to gain a lot of details on who it is that you're wanting to work with. And that's really going to help a lot of your messaging, your marketing. It's going to help you communicate a lot more clearly and a lot more directly. So you are going to want to know exactly who it is that you want to call in to work with you, who you want inside your group program. And in order to do that, we need to identify certain markers that your ideal client avatar might have. So the benefits of this is if you're trying to talk to everyone, your marketing is going to fall flat. It's going to feel very generic. People aren't really going to resonate with it. That's the type of content where you just scroll right by because you're like, that doesn't really feel specific to me. The benefit of getting clear on your ideal client avatar is people are going to be like, you're in my brain. Like you're literally in my brain. I don't know how you're doing it, but you're speaking directly to me. And a lot of this is going to come from our lived and past experiences. So then we can talk to those experiences. You know, people that are going through those things currently are going to be like, whoa, I thought I was alone in this. I didn't realize other people also struggle with this. So the more specific that you are, the more your marketing, it's it's like the thing that I'm seeing right now is it's like, it's juicy. It attracts people. It's like a fly trap, but like in the best possible way, maybe it's honey. It's honey attracting people in instead of like, you're going out with this net and you're like trying to swing this net around and you're trying to like gather all of these people. Like, absolutely not. When we get clear on who it is that we want to work with, that is what will change our marketing and change our words so that we can just effortlessly attract attract people in, be the honey. So this will also change your approach from speaking to people. Like we don't, we don't want to just speaking, be speaking like at people. We want to be speaking like to their soul. We want to be connecting with them on a very deep level, resonating with them on like the deepest soul level that we can so that they feel seen, heard, and loved. So I kind of like to think of this two different ways. There's the no like, and trust factor, you know, positioning ourselves as the authority, you know, getting people to, to be in our funnel and to get to know us and to understand us as a human being. But there's also this other aspect of being seen, heard, and loved. And when your potential clients or your audience members feel that from you, when they feel seen, heard, and loved, that is what will really change things. So we're trying to get very clear on who it is that we want to work with so that people can feel that connection. They can feel like, wow, okay, this is a person that really understands where I'm at. Therefore, I think that they could actually really help me. Also group dynamics, they're really important. So we need to be very picky about who it is that we are allowing into our groups. One person that's not the right fit for a group can absolutely bring down the vibe of the entire group. Take this from me. I have had this happen personally where I had a little red flag go off in my intuition and I was like, mm, I'm just going to ignore that. You know, I, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I justified, I made excuses and it ended up being where this one gal, she really soured a lot of the experience for the other group member. And for me as the facilitator, I had to have side conversations with her. And it was something where I really just needed to listen to my intuition in the first place. But I really want to empower you with this information because it's so important to be very selective about who it is that you want inside the group program. 
by creating this ideal client avatar, if somebody doesn't fit this avatar, if they have different wants, needs, desires, or goals, great. Maybe they can work with you one-on-one. Maybe they'd actually be a better fit for a different practitioner or provider. And by getting really clear on, do they fit what what it is that I'm looking for? Yes or no. Taking a very objective point of view, because yes, I know we want to help everyone. Um, if If you're watching this, I know that you have a deep sense of purpose to help people and to really be there for them. But that doesn't mean that everybody is going to be a great fit for your group program. Again, reminding yourself that the types of people that are going to be in this group program, they typically need a little bit more accountability, a little bit more support. They want that closer interaction. They're not going to be the same type of people that would thrive on a self-paced program. And those still aren't the type of people that would do really, really well one-on-one with you. So just kind of keep that in mind if they don't fit these parameters. And I know it seems a little bit harsh, but it truly is. This is what is going to protect both you and your client is by, by sticking to your boundaries on this. And I actually heard something yesterday that I really, really loved is that the truth will feel like love to both sides. So when you get really clear on what it is that you're looking for and you are clearly communicating and conveying that, you know, even if somebody's coming to you and they're like, yeah, I think this would be really great, but you're just kind of like, "Mm, I'm just, I'm not like feeling that. I think that you might be a better fit elsewhere stick to your guns on that. Like that, that's your intuition speaking. And that is the truth. So we need to get really clear on who it is that we do want. And that will also help us figure out the other side too. You know, who is not a match, who is not a right fit. Once you get clear on your ideal client avatar, then you'll be able to more easily position yourself as an expert as well, because you're going to be able to go way into depth on all of these topics and speak to them very directly. You're going to be able to look at what it is that you're wanting to create inside your group program, you know, using the last module program creation and your outline and really taking each of those topics and doing a deep dive into them. And that's going to speak very directly to the people that you're wanting to call into this program. You're also going to be able to make lasting connections and relationships with your audience. I mean, this is a huge part of this. We're not just here to sell. We're not just here to do the transactions. We are here to help people and to change their lives, whether or not they ever step into a paid container with us. So remind yourself of that. Am I providing value? Am I connecting with people? Am I really creating those true and those deep relationships? You know, yes, it's it's great to have people step into those containers with us, but that is not the only point and purpose of this. So the ideal client avatar, this is one of the most helpful tools that you can use as a business owner. And it really works with this human first approach. So when you put people and humans first, these are the types of people that would thrive inside this container. We're speaking directly to them. Of course, yes, we can refer them elsewhere if they're not a right fit, or maybe they're you know a better fit to work with us in a different capacity. When you focus on things like that, that is what is truly going to be the best for both you, your business, and your clients. We want to know everything, absolutely everything about your ideal client avatar. A big a big piece of this is probably going to be looking at where you were at just a couple of years ago. So what were, and I, I was just on a walk this morning and this came into my head. I was, I, I was thinking like, what were you on your knees praying and begging for? What did you want so badly in your life to change that you would have given anything for it to change? That's probably where your ideal client avatar is at right now. You know, a lot of us, we come into this work because we're really passionate about the things that we do. We've gone through personal experiences in that niche, in that market. We have overcome struggles or obstacles or barriers. And that's why we do the work that we do right now, whether you're a healer, a nutritionist, a trainer, you know, it's something that you feel really drawn to and really passionate about. So looking back on your experience 
what were some of those big moments? What were some of those pivotal moments, those, those turning points for you where you fell to your knees and you're like, I can't do this anymore. Like I, I need something to change. And if something doesn't change, I can't do this anymore. You know, and and it might sound a little dramatic. I'll put that in quotes. You know, if it's something like, for example, when I was a climbing coach, I was like, well, does that really matter? Like, are people really having these types of thoughts? And absolutely. Like for me, climbing is such an important part of my life. And I, I felt like I was giving so much to this sport and I wasn't seeing a return on the end. It made me really frustrated. It made me really resentful and bitter. And I would have given anything at that point to progress at that sport. So nothing is too small. Like do not gaslight yourselves into thinking that what you do is not important. I want you to think back on your journey, how it is that you got here right now and how you can use that information to speak to your ideal client avatar in the future. So again, these, these can be big shifts and big changes that you've been through. And your ideal client avatar is going to change depending on the type of group program that you're running, depending on the type of offer that you put out as your business grows, as it expands, this is probably going to change as well. I think it's really important to check in with this every single time that you go to launch something new. And, you know, for me, I I do a lot of different things. I'm an energy healer. I'm a business mentor. I do brain rewiring. My ideal client avatar is different for each one of those aspects. And within each one of those, each single offer, that's a different person as well. So making sure that you're continually checking in with yourself because your ideal client avatar, let's say you even run the same group program twice. It is probably going to change from your first group to your second group, because you're going to learn so much from that first group of who it is that you do want. And maybe a little bit of like, okay, maybe that's not, maybe I need to actually put more parameters on this and I need to get even more specific. So don't be afraid to get too specific on this. I I really think it's better to be more specific rather than less, because again, we want to make sure that we're getting people to where they need to go. That is a huge part of your responsibility as a business owner is getting people to where they need to go and, and having the courage to be honest about that as well, whether it's with yourself or with your potential clients. So as of right now, I want you to ask yourself, do I have an idea of who exactly it is that I want to be working with? This is what we're going to be doing during this video. If you don't have an idea, that's okay. We're going to change that. I have a couple, a couple, I have a lot of different questions that you can ask yourself about who it is that you want to work with in order to gain a better picture and a better idea. If it is helpful for you, I actually like to put a name to this person for the longest time. When I first started my business, I had this one gal, I looked up to her so much. She was really strong, um, physically strong, but I know she struggled a lot with her mindset and with rock climbing mindset is a huge part of this. So I created her into my ideal client avatar. I knew her in person. We were acquaintances. Her name was Teal and I created everything around Teal. Like I, she had a name and I like, I was writing all these things about her and it really helped me to give this ideal client avatar and name, because then when I went to write content and everything that I did, I was speaking directly to Teal. She didn't know it, but I knew it, you know? So instead of talking to like this potential void of people, I was really speaking directly to one person and that changed my entire messaging. So if you want to give your person a name, um, I think that that can be really helpful. If you're somebody that's like, "Mm, that doesn't resonate with me, don't do it. And again, we're trying to, we're trying to get more specific. And the thing that I want you to, to do here and to kind of aim for, it's that smallest viable market. It's kind of like the minimum effective dose. Like where we're really trying to find the smallest slice of the pie, that's actually going to be a sustainable pool for you to draw from. So for example, for me, when I first started my business, I was a climbing coach and 
after I started to run my business for a while, I was like, oh my God, I really love business mentoring. I worked with only women at the time. And I was like, I wonder if I could only work with like women who are also climbing coaches. I was like, I don't know, there might not be enough people out there. And I decided to run a group program and I ended up getting five people, five women climbing coaches in that, inside that first group. And that for me is the smallest viable market. So absolutely. I could have just done climbing coaches, you know, invited men into that container as well. But for me, it was such, it was such an incredible experience to just support and hold women inside that container. And I trusted my gut and I was really nervous. I was very worried about it, but I trusted that I could get more specific and I could put more boundaries around who it is that I wanted to call in. Because again, that changed my entire marketing. If I would have marketed to male coaches as well, that would have had a very different vibe and feel. And maybe some of those women wouldn't even have joined because they might not have felt safe in that container. So these are just things to think about. And I'm not saying that all, you know, women clients that you might have might not feel safe with men. It just is going to depend on you as the facilitator of the group, what you're comfortable with, what your desires are, what you want, and who it is that you're looking to support. And you get to make those decisions. So this is how you know. This is how you know when you have like nailed your ideal client avatars, when you are getting DMs or you're getting messages or people are telling you you're in my head. It feels like you're literally in my head and you know what I'm thinking. That's how you know that you've nailed this. And again, feel free to continually come back to and revisit your ideal client avatar. You're continually drawing it up. I actually just did this inside of my business and my, my old model, I was like, okay, it's like kind of close, but I think I've actually changed and shifted a lot since then. And it was really eye-opening to then be able to see, okay, this is where we're at right now and kind of the evolution of everything. So let's talk about you from a few years ago. So what were you struggling with then? Go into as much detail as possible. Seriously, do not skip this step. Like if you are somebody that you are working in the field of something that you've overcome, you've gone through it personally, there was a lot of obstacles, barriers, maybe you're still on your journey to, you know, healing or, or whatever it is. I want you to really think about what are my lived experiences in this? When were those turning points? When were the times that I just threw up my hands and I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. Get super clear on that. If you need to journal about this, this is a really great time to do this and tap into those feelings. We are not trying to stay surface level here. I cannot, oof, I cannot like focus on that enough. Like the more that you stay on the surface level and you don't dare to go underneath, you don't dare to tap into those feelings you're not serving anyone. You're not going to be able to reach your ideal client. They're not going to understand. It's going to be, it's going to be like, like this, like we're both trying to listen to things. And like, I, I want to get you, I want to understand you, but because it's not deep enough, it's not speaking directly to me and it's going right over my head. So tap into those feelings. Were you frustrated? Look back on a day that you had in your life when you were going through the struggle, what emotions were you experiencing? What did you wish would change? What were you noticing in your life that wasn't working that you felt like, wow, like I'm, I'm trying to force this thing. I'm really just like putting a lot of effort. This feels really hard. Get clear on those things because that is probably exactly what your ideal client avatars are struggling with. Breaking news. No, really, this is super important. So if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you know how obsessed I am with Clear Stem Skincare and they're having one of their biggest sales right now. So Black Friday in July, they have 24% off, 24% off. The sale starts on the 27th, so it's already started. You're good to go and it lasts only through July 6th. 
So if you haven't yet tried out Clear Stem, or maybe you have and you're as obsessed with it as I am, go get your little booty on over and try it out. 24% off. I'm going to tell you my skincare routine and it works really well for me. I'm on camera a lot, so I want my skin to be looking the best that it can and try as hard as my period might. I have been clear skin leading up to my period for the last couple of months and I really think it's because I have been dialing in my skincare routine. So in the morning, I use the vitamin C, the gentle, clean, vitamin-infused wash. It smells so bright, so clean. It is super, it makes my skin feel so soft. So I use that and then I follow it up with the Cell Renew Serum. It's in the blue bottle. And lastly, I use the Hydro Glow, which is the ultra lightweight moisturizer. It smells like blueberries and skittles had a baby i fucking love it it makes my skin just feel so good it's not too heavy and it's not too light i actually have super dry skin so this is the perfect amount of moisturizer it has stem cells inside of it as well which makes your skin look really plump and glowy at night i do a pretty opposite routine i actually use the vitamin scrub so this has little beads of exfoliant in it and then i follow it up with the bounce back which is in the pink bottle this is essentially Botox, but no Botox chemicals. So it is all natural. It really helps with fine lines and wrinkles and tightening up your skin. And lastly, this is probably my favorite product of all time. I follow it up with the Hydra Berry Moisture Mask. So this is heavier than the Hydra Glow, but in a really good way. Like I just like, I feel so satisfied when I have it on. And again, I have pretty dry skin, so I need to up my moisture game. And it just like makes everything the next morning. I'm just like, ooh, I'm young and dewy and glowy. I mean, I am pretty young still, but this just like really seals that in. So I will share my skincare routine in the show notes. And if you want to go to Clear Stem and try out any of the products that I mentioned, they also also have really amazing enzymes for taking after meals to help you clear up acne from the inside out, which is really cool. So this is called their Mind, Body, Skin, Acne, and Stress Support. They have tons of incredible products. They also have products with SPF in it, so you can make sure that you are protected from any sun damage. If you're wanting to try out ClearStem for yourself, you can simply enter the code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 24% off at checkout. So if you go to clearstemskincare.com and use the code CHELSEA, you'll save 24% off your purchase. What were your thought patterns? What were common phrases that were going through your head? Really get vulnerable here. Like if not now, when, like, when are you going to do this? You know, like this is part of getting uncomfortable as a business owner is tapping into your own intuitive power and your own feminine energy. Like this is feminine energy right here is getting clear on what are my feelings? What are my thought patterns so that I can let other people know that they are not alone and it is safe to feel it's safe to feel and experience those feelings that you have, because you know what, you don't have to stay there. You are not stuck. You get to evolve. You get to change. So I'll share an example for me. When I was, you know, before I started my business, I, I would cry 
every single time that I had to go into work in my nine to five job, just, I'd cry. I, it wasn't even a bad job. I was so miserable because I knew that I wasn't living my purpose. I wasn't living up to my potential. And I was so frustrated and I was so upset at myself. And I knew that if I could just figure it you know, in quotes, whatever it was, if I could just figure it out, then, then I would be, you know, successful. Then I would be able to build this business of my dreams, but I couldn't figure it out. So I was struggling. I, I, the thought patterns that were going through my head was I'll never figure it out. There has to be more to life. It was all of this frustration just balled up. And on top of that, I was really frustrated with myself. I I had really low self-esteem. I just, I was, I was like a total mess. So tapping into that, sharing that story, that's a lot more powerful than saying, yeah, I didn't really like my nine to five. So then I just started a business. Like, absolutely not. Like, we're not going to connect with that story as much as the one where I just sat down and I was like, yeah, I was bawling before every shift because I was so upset at myself for not living up to my potential, not helping people in the way that I knew that I could get vulnerable. That's, that's my tip here. So what would you have paid anything for to help you solve that problem? At that point in my life, it was a business coach. Somebody to just tell me what to do. Tell me the strategy. Tell me what to do, coach. I'll do it. Put me in. <laughs> what would you have paid for? You know, maybe these are things that you have learned from, from other courses or coaches or mentors or books that you've read, podcasts that you've listened to. Maybe this is years worth of information that you've collected or gathered. Maybe, maybe you just learned it through your personal experience. Maybe you just had to go through the process, but what would you have paid for that would have just been like that band-aid to the wound? What would you have paid for that would be a solution to the problem? That is going to be what it is that you're talking about. That's your offer right there. So when you tap into that and when you connect to that on a deep level and you start to feel that connection between you and your group, that is what makes it alive. That is what's going to bring that offer to life for people is having that deep connection. Other things that you can start to think about before we get into some of these questions that you can ask is what have you overcome that you can help others overcome too? So even if you aren't ultimately where you want to be yet, there's still a lot that you can really help people with. So I like to call this the 10% edge. If you are 10% further along in your journey than other people, you can help them. I mean, this is, this is like, you know what? We all rise together. This is you saying, I figured this little step out and I'm going to reach my hand back down and I'm going to pull you up to where I am. And I have the confidence to do that. And I want to do that for people. So please don't, don't let yourself get stuck in this. Don't let that imposter syndrome win because you probably know a lot more and you've probably been through a lot more than you give yourself credit for. So remember the 10% edge, even if you aren't where you want to be yet, you can still help a lot of people. People. I mean, let's, let's take myself for example. Like if I, if I were like, well, I'm not at seven figures yet. So therefore I shouldn't help anybody grow their businesses. What? No, definitely not. Like I have so much to share right now. It would be a disservice to me and to other people for me not to share this knowledge. Like that would straight up, that would be selfish <laughs> Like in the, in the worst possible way is keeping that information from people just because I don't feel like I have made enough or I've been successful enough in order to help other people. Not, no, no, thank you. Not that type of attitude. Okay. So Let's get into this exercise. So this is creating your literal avatar. Again, it can be a past version of you. It can be a, a lot of combinations. You know, maybe it could be a friend. Maybe it could be a family member. Like maybe it could just be something, somebody that you're an acquaintance with. It can be a mixture of all of these. And every single time that you go to write a piece of content, I want you to have this person in your mind. It's going to take a lot of the pressure off. You're going to be like, wow, okay. Like instead of just writing to, hey, Void, how's it uh, going today? How are you feeling there on the interwebs? It, no, like it's going to be like, hey, Jane, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you still frustrated with that? 
you know, your healing process? How's your body feeling? Like, are you experiencing any symptoms? Like it's going to be a lot more specific for your language. And people are really going to feel like you are a very real human, not just, not just a robot. So let's get into some of these questions. So we can kind of categorize with these as like the basic who, where, what, why, when, how, and if that helps you to kind of keep these in these categories. And I'll also have a worksheet with this video as well that you can download and you can fill in the blanks as well with all of these different details. And, you know, you might not have answers to all of these questions and that's okay, but I do want you to challenge yourself to come up with answers for these. If this is something that you, you feel is going to be beneficial to add or to speak to your ideal client avatar. So for some people, like I might not have necessarily, um, let's say for example, I might not have an answer for what are, what is my client's specific background? That's one of the questions and that's okay. You know, they don't all have to have a specific and same type of background, but if you're somebody that is like say a nutritionist and you work with people that are athletes, like you are probably going to want to you know, work with somebody that has an athletic background. So just kind of thinking of these factors and challenging yourself to fill out as much of this information as you can. So let's start with the who. So who are they? Do they have a name? What's your age range? I think this one is really important. So for me, I realized pretty early on in my business, I don't want to work with anybody that is like 22 and under. So I want to work, be working with people who are pretty self-sufficient. Maybe they've graduated college or maybe they are a couple of years into their career so that they're actually ready to make the changes. I mean, I think that like our young 20s are a very transitional period of time. And, you know, this isn't to say every single person, like if somebody came to me and they're 21 and they really like they have all of their shit really figured out and they're like, yeah, I'm ready to make these changes. Absolutely. I'd love to work with them. You know, I, I've definitely worked with clients like that in the past. I've worked with a 19 year old that was like psyched, like, like could be 40 and how much he has already accomplished and how motivated he was. But for me, for the most part, I tend to like to work with people who are in their older 20s, 30s, 40s and on because they tend to be a little bit more stable and they tend to have figured out this is what I really want to do. I'm ready to put in the work. I'm ready to put in the effort. This is like on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most important. This is like a nine or 10 out of 10 on my scale of importance. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do the work. Like for me, I don't want to be working with people who are in that like five, six, seven range. Like for me, that's not enough in order to help them facilitate a transformation and a change because I can only do so much as the facilitator. They have to meet me. Like I, I have to meet them where they're at. So if they're at a five or a six, that's what they're going to get out of it. If they're at a nine or a 10, great. We're going to like, we're going to create magic from that. So getting clear on if you have an age range, if you want to work with a particular gender, this can be as inclusive as you'd like, you know, um, you get to really choose for me for a long time. I like to work with women and I, I still do prefer to work primarily with women. I think that empowering women through growing their businesses and rewiring their brains and healing everything is like, it's, it's one of my biggest missions and it, it brings me a lot of joy. So you get to be choosy on that. Other things that you can think of is if they have a certain occupation or income level. Um, and I'm thinking mainly, so I know that there are a lot of people out there that they really want to work with somebody like a particular niche, like therapists, or they want to you know, work with other practitioners or doctors or whatever it is. And you get to pick that if that's something that you feel drawn to, like absolutely you get to put those parameters on. Other things to think about is what do they spend their money on? What are their hobbies? What do they like to do in their free time? Who do they spend their time with? 
life. Like really getting a very general idea of who this person is as a multidimensional human. So for me, it's like, I'm, I'm a climber. I'm a business owner. I'm, I'm a lot of different things. Don't just like put me in one box. So really looking at these people as, you know, who are they as a whole? What are these different aspects of, you know, who I can like different aspects that you can connect with them in asking what do they consume, what types of podcasts, information, social media, blogs, Netflix, like what do they do with their free time? What are they consuming? What is, what is the thing that they do when they're not worried about the thing that they want to overcome or the goals that they have or the things that they want to change? Again, just adding this other layer of multidimensionality. Okay, let's talk about the where. So this is where did they come from? What background information might you find important as a practitioner or a provider? This could be certain trauma, experiences, family dynamics, spirituality. Are any of these components important to you? So thinking of what is their background? Where did they come from? Because this is really going to help you determine, you know, is this person going to be a good fit for this program or not? Okay. Let's talk about the, what, what do they want? Okay. This is a really, really important one. If you don't know what they want, like this is, this is going to be things like their goals, their desires, their dreams, like everything that they want to create in their life. What do they want? Why do they want to achieve these goals? That's a really important question to ask yourself as well. What are their objections? Okay. This is a big one. So things like I'm too tired. I'm too busy. It costs too much. Like really get in their mind. Like I want you to be so far in their mind, like that you've probably, you've probably been this person at some point, like really going back to that, like, what were you telling yourself that you were too tired, too busy to do? Because you're going to be able to speak to that in your marketing. And we'll get into this when we talk more about launching, how to handle objections. This is a really important kind of in the later phases of launching where we really start to speak to these things and kind of give people like this. It's like this loving kick in the butt where you're like, okay, I get it. I know I've been tired too. I've been busy too, but here's what you actually need to do. You actually, (laughs) you can't afford not to do this thing because this will actually end up giving you more energy, for example. What are their barriers? You know, this can be both real and perceived. I would say, you know, real barriers would be things like, okay, let's say, for example, you have a mom that has a lot of kids, like that is going to be something that is going to be consuming her time. Her perception of that, however, she might be thinking that she actually has less time than she does because she's spending time, you know, trying to self-regulate in ways that aren't actually supporting her. So understanding what are they, what is your ideal client avatar thinking that their barriers are? Another aspect to this is what does their day-to-day look like? What do they want their day to look like instead? So what sort of things are they spending time on that they maybe wish that they weren't? What are they trying to do in order to reach their goals? You know, this can also tap into the emotions too. What emotions are they experiencing throughout the day? Maybe they are feeling really frustrated. Maybe they're feeling really down on themselves. How do they, what emotions do they want to experience instead? What would their ideal day look like? Let's tap into the why. So why do they want it? This is the emotions. What do they stress out about on a daily basis? What emotions are they feeling? Kind of like we just talked about. What are their biggest struggles, pain points, frustrations? What are they ashamed of? This is a really big one. So when you can tap into that, and this is where you also have a chance to get vulnerable. What are your stories surrounding this? What were you ashamed to admit? What were you ashamed that you were struggling with? And you know, feel free to share as much as you want. I think that this is being vulnerable is, is a 
is a lifelong practice. You get to practice being vulnerable. You don't just have to like spill it all out there. But if there's something where you're like, wow, you know, I, I just feel like if I shared this thing, it would really resonate and connect with a lot of people. I feel uncomfortable doing so, but I am going to do it because I know it would be so helpful for people. That's probably a story that's really going to connect with people. What keeps them up at night? What are they trying to avoid addressing because it's bringing them so much fear and anxiety? Like this is really, again, where we're tapping into those emotions because when we can speak to those emotions, that's when people feel seen, heard, and loved. They feel supported just from hearing that. It's like giving people a place to land. Like I, I, I have this visual a lot where we're like birds and we're just like flapping around. We're trying to find our people. And when somebody else shares something vulnerable and they're like, I struggle with this. And you're like, holy shit, I struggle with that too. And you can like go land on that perch with them. And then all of a sudden you don't feel so alone. Okay. The, when, when did they realize they needed to make a change? What events happened? You know, when you look back on your story, things that you've gone through, what were those pivotal moments in your life? When were you like, yep, can't do it anymore. Maybe it was something really small. Maybe it was something really big. It could have been like an injury, a death, an illness, thinking back to those moments and being able to pull out those different aspects and all of this too, this is ideas for content that you'll be able to use inside of your launch, you know, and, and we're, we're getting to the stage right now where you're going to be starting to warm up your audience. So if you feel inspired by any of the things that we're talking about, create content around it. Like don't wait, don't hold yourself back. Like go create it right now. If you're feeling inspired to share any of these stories or anything that, that you're is coming up for you, green light, go ahead, do it. Okay. Thinking of the how. Okay. So how do they think the change needs to happen? Why do they need your help? How do, how are they thinking that things need to go? What are they waiting for? You know, are they waiting for this to happen so that they can release this other thing? You know, what are they, what's their thought process right now? Are they waiting for, it's kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's like, oh, when that bad things happen, bad thing happens, then I'll change my behaviors and my patterns and then I'll get this different result. But we know that in order to do that, like we actually need to start making the changes now. So really tapping into that, what are they thinking needs to happen in order to make a change? So we're filling in the gaps. We are the we are the creator of this program, which is really exciting. So once you tap into all of these different aspects of your ideal client avatar, your sole job is to create that solution to somebody's problem. And, and again, you're doing this through things that it is that you want to create and bring into the world. You know, this is the universe putting inspiration into your head, you know, feeling, making you feel like you're really called to do this work. And that's also a combination of the market research that you've been doing. This is the solution. You know, we have to be able to pinpoint somebody's problems first in order to provide the solution in a way that actually makes sense for them. So again, I mentioned that I named my ideal client avatar. It really helped me immensely because I felt like I was talking to a person instead of just like, ah, like everybody. If you were trying to talk to everybody, you were effectively talking to nobody. I know it's scary. And I know that sometimes niching down can feel like, oh my God, nobody's going to buy from me. Like I do just want to help everyone. But please, please, please just give yourself the benefit of the doubt. You are so much more powerful than you think. And again, everything is an experiment. You know what I mean? Like if, if you go into this launch for your group program and you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get really specific. I'm going to niche down. And you're like, okay, I went through that entire thing. I gave it my all and it didn't feel good. Great. Do it. Do it differently next time. You know what I mean? Like this all really gets to be played. These are all variables that we get to play with, but give yourself the benefit of the doubt that you can create what it is that you want to create. 
Okay. So one last note on this is oftentimes what a potential client thinks they need is very different when that, than what they actually need. So there's a little bit of a disconnect because there can be underlying limiting beliefs or negative brain pathways or just a lot of different things happening. So I think it's really important to make kind of like a chart. So on one side, you have what, what people think they need. And on the other side, you have what they actually need. And this can be a great idea for a piece of content at any time. But I think just ha- for you, you as the person that's creating this group, understanding, okay, it's not that I'm not validating what it is that person is saying, thinking, and and feeling. It is totally valid, but maybe the solution that they're thinking that they need isn't actually what's going to get them the results that they want. So it's kind of you being able to read between the lines a little bit more and, and using more of your intuitive and using your experience that you've been through as well. So this will be part of the homework that you can that you can start to fill out. And I hope that this is really sparking some things for you. And there we have it. I hope you loved that episode as much as I did when I recorded it. I know there's tons of juicy information in there, and hopefully that got you really excited for what I have coming up, the All Access Summer Pass Sale. So if you loved this episode, be sure to share it with somebody that you think it would be beneficial for, your other business owner friends. You can tag me on social media if you share it to your stories. I am at Expand with Chelsea. I would really love to see what you took from this episode. And if you haven't yet left a rating and a review for the podcast, go ahead and leave one on iTunes. If you are wanting to join this month's Energy Healing Circle, I will leave all of the information in the show notes. It is on the 10th, so on Monday at 9.30 a.m. PST. I would really, really love to have you there. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next episode.